Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wait, what, what do you mean you have to leave them? Them man require too much attention. How are you, man? I was going to yeah, yeah. 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 to court today. Yeah, I'm trying to sort this out, sort this out, every minute. You're trying to just level him out. He's trying to level him out. Good luck, good luck, good luck. Let me see you try. Let me see you try. But I know in more time when you bring your cousin, yeah, something's going on. Oh, no, no, no. And he's usually here to kind of just make sure. That's how I've seen it. More time when he's here, something's happened. But he's sort of there just to, to make sure that you're all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make Come sure on. that you don't do something stupid. You know make... what I know it is? I can see by the way he looks at me certain times. He's like, uh, okay. Like yeah. He's, taking it, he's thinking how he's going to deal with this right now. Let me see. No, do you know what no. it is? When I see you, more time I'm like, okay, you're here what? to protect him in some mental capacity. <laughs> That's the way that I see it. And so I'm like, all right, some, something's happened. Something's gone on, but... Thank you so much. Huh? I don't, don't want to see. Hold on one second. I don't think I've got cutlery as well, so yeah, a little fork or something. Or a spoon. spoon what, food, food? Spoon, spoon is a sensational... Uh, food, food. Yeah, man, let's get a look at Four Seasons, man. Strongly? Yeah. Yeah, man. come on, man. Huh? Look Four Seasons and that. Come on, man. I'm hungry, man. He's outside, man. Oh, your timing's impeccable, though. As soon as you get your food line and that. Yeah, that was cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. Uh, anyway, just for like for the people, then. Pope's come here with his cousin. Yes. And so, usually, <laughs> usually when I see the cousin, I know that they this, it's just a mellowing out kind of. Something's good. That's how I see it. Maybe yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at it wrongly. But when I see you two together, I'm like, okay, cool. You're, you're all right today. You're going to be okay today. Yeah, I feel today. good today. Now, <laughs> <laughs> right, is it the other way around? Nah, it's just, we're just chill, it's, man. He was, obviously, I was telling 
I'm see to come because I was gonna bring the kids, but okay, bro, I can't lie to you. <laughs> I can't lie to you. Usually every you know Friday morning, I just look at all the things that I favorite, go through the howlers and go, well, choose this one, choose that one. Couldn't do it today. Papa, no problem. Come over. Papa! Alright, cool. Yeah. Papa, big man, I'm changing my name. Where are they, dude? Oh, is it? Yeah. Are they wearing you down now, a little piece? Huh? Are they wearing you down, a little piece? Be no, honest. It's good. It's good. I yeah. love it. I enjoy it. But um, I didn't preempt the Friday morning being so mad. And because my procedure for like my yeah, Friday yeah, yeah. is set off. in a particular way. It's thrown off today. Do you know where I'm coming from? Yeah, I got them their yeah. food, had their bath. They've done everything they needed to do. Yeah. But they just don't care, man. When they want their attention. They don't need their attention. And I have to give it. Yeah, of course. You know why? They go back tomorrow. Oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, like, sometimes you just got to let them run wild and do their thing and just whatnot. I was, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was looking forward to seeing them still. Sorry. But it's all right. It's okay. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. But if you ever can, I know it's difficult, but whenever they are here and that, whatnot, like, like bring them in. Even if, you get what I'm saying? But just a nice little walk through. I like when they yeah, just come and walk through. Just walk around. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. I need to come down and I see them anyway. That. You know when people make that? He's helping you out. It's, it's always both ways. Yeah, it's both yeah. ways. I just like their little walkthrough. Yeah, I know. I like their little walkthrough. They just come in here, yeah, assess yeah, the yeah. vibe, and then they go in there. Um, Thank you, my brother. What are you saying? So what, you're going to just do, like let that get like like cold? No, I'm just going to look at it. All right. Let it so, get cold. All right, because... I know they hate when I eat I, on a phone. I'm not gonna. I'm when I eat on a pod. pod I'm absolutely. Eat I'm just gonna but, let you know I'm doing four seasons. But you got enough talking to do today because well, I, I got bare things. Huh? There's bare things that happen. Listen, bare things have but, gone on. But firstly, yeah. Um, I just want your thoughts on Halloween. Okay. I want your thoughts on Halloween because I saw you sharing some, so I want to go through it with you. Because I'm with you. Two things. Go on then. Uh, people were saying to me, "Are oh, you not taking the kids out for Halloween?" I said, "They're Muslim." <laughs> <laughs> It's haram. If we're going to do this, let's do it properly. And I also believe adults have stolen Halloween. Absolutely. Halloween is for the picnic. When Absolutely. I was younger, I remember loads of children celebrating Halloween. Now it just seems like an excuse for a girl to wear skimpy clothing, which I'm not against. Carry on doing it. And it's also an excuse for every single guy to dress like a rapper. It stinks. <laughs> you, look, you, you know what? You're not even doing Halloween properly. You're not even trying to mix it up like 50 cent. What, are you going to do? Get a white t-shirt from H&M and some stupid little... Oh, come on, you lot, man. Get back to the picnic. The picnic make more of an effort than the adults. Yeah. So I feel like Halloween, next year, people, if you haven't taken your child trick-or-treating, but you can find yourself at R&B, I feel like you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying no about R&B, but a picnic them at home, they want a Kit Kat. So give them a break. Yeah. This is just my view. No, I hear it still. You know what? I'm not going to... Because obviously I had a, uh, a Halloween edition of R&B and slow jams on that. And to be honest with you, yeah, obviously it seems cool, like the fancy dress thing. But you see, for me, in my mind, it is just the longest thing ever. I just can't be bothered. Yeah, but, but you, you were good though, sorry to cut you. Another thing I got to throw in, it's Halloween. It's not fancy dress. It's Halloween. Right then. It's not I'm going to dress up like a rapper or a nice guy. It's Halloween. On top of that, why is it when you even do the fancy dress? I don't even know who the hell you are. What is this? Yeah, like, why is Halloween. everyone trying to be sexy still in Halloween? That was my thing as well, you know. Obviously, I wanted to do, my initial thing was, I wanted to do James Brown, but I wanted to be a nitty version of James Brown. That's funny. To bits, yeah. But I couldn't find the attire. Like, and the thing is, 
wherever I was finding it, it was super high-end fashion, which meant I would have to spend bare dough. And I'm like, I'm not gonna spend bare dough on stuff. I'm just never gonna wear it again. So obviously Taser told me that he was doing, they were, that him and the man then were doing the Call of Duty thing or whatnot. Terrible. So Terrible. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do that, but I don't wanna do, I don't wanna be nice. I don't want to look nice. Obviously, I knew the man they were going to do the sexy thing and what, not the chocolate thing. I knew oh. that they were going to do that. I knew the man were going to oh, do that. Boring. But you know what it is? I did not want to look nice. I wanted to fling on a wig, put in some mashed up tea, and get into character. Bro, you see, when I was there, yeah? You know, I was like walking around like a nitty. Oh, I saw. People were walk, coming up to me like, yo, Chuck, what's going on? No, I was just going, I was doing this. I was walking up to Gallant, huh? Yeah, I got something. You can put it on the screen. I'll send it to e to EA as well. But Chuck, you were meant. That's what you were meant to do. When I saw you do it on the cut, I said, "Yeah, Chucky's." Yeah. Do you know what? I couldn't. I didn't even know how much I was gonna get beat in character. I swear. Do you know? What? I thought in my head. Obviously, I'm gonna put the thing on. I'm gonna put the tea in, and I'm just gonna be stupid for a minute, bro. I was stupid for the night. Yes. Yeah. I just. I pull it on, and I was like. I don't know, I just was just being, bro, I was being dumb. And it was only until afterwards, I was like, you know, there's people that came up to me that I hadn't seen for a while, you know? Mm. There was like a couple of people I had not seen. There was one girl, in fact, um, I had not seen this girl for like, what, five, six years? Mm. She's come to support man's thing or whatever. Bro, right. when she's come to say hello to me, I'm a nitty in this moment. Yeah, I had to go back, I remembered afterwards, I was like, oh shit. I didn't even say hello to her properly. I had to go back and send her a message on Instagram and say, do you know what? Like, I remember seeing you and whatever. I'm sorry. I was just, I was in character. I just came out of character when I started running tune. But even then, I am actually in character when I'm running tune. Before I start, I'm think sometimes I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Whatever. There's even times when I'm doubting myself where I'm like, fuck, like, what, like, what does this look like? Bro, as soon as I play the one rhythm and I touch the microphone, I am Stone Love. I am Base Odyssey. I am I am I am Kilimanjaro. I am Ricky Trooper. Yeah? This is it's the auto ego just kicks in. Then afterwards, I'm like, oh rah shit, I really did that. <laughs> like I swear down that happens to me. I like so that. So I was in character the whole night. That's good. Yeah, I like that, I like that. To fill out and be that person without having to worry about you thinking you're gonna affect that your actual soul, because a lot of people think about image or ego or how they're gonna appear in it. But with the fancy dress, yeah, I don't care. There you go. Yeah, I don't care. There you go. It allows you to live that. You, yeah, you you can you be if you are an if you have an inner weirdo in you, which I definitely do, bro. I mm. am a weirdo. Yeah. Oh, no. what I get an I get an opportunity to express this inner weirdo on, and it's normal today. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'll tell you that now. It's I'm the one time it. you can get away with it. Why yes, not? Exactly. You, you see the gallon? Yeah. <laughs> all year round now, I'm going to be a lady, this, that, and the other. All of a sudden, Buzz Lightyear wears minimal clothing. I didn't know Buzz Lightyear was a gal and had back off. Yeah. About to infinity. Buzz Lightyear in camel tongue. What? <laughs> it's nuts. To infinity and beyond. Big man, I don't want to go no more. I don't want to go. <laughs> I want everyone to give Halloween back to the picnic. And then, if you have to address yourself after, Chucky, this is my first meal of the day. Yeah, my children have eaten twice. Let them go first. Just for context, it is 1.45. Come on, man. Struggling. <laughs> Some parents now, it's the other way round. Yeah. You gotta be looking at their mum like, oh, mum, what? No fancy dress for me. 
Nah, I'm sorry, man. But you know what? Light up the it's Instagram, innit? Light up the Instagram, make yourself look good, get the likes, so on and so forth. I'm with it. But yeah, I just felt like it belongs to the children. That's me, though. Also, as well, yeah, if you're going to take your kids doing trick-or-treating, yeah, can you let them know that trick-or-treat is not a sound? It's trick-or-treat, yeah? So when they're knocking on the door, you see kids will knock on the door and they say trick-or-treat, but they don't know that, they just, they don't know that they're saying words. They're just <laughs> saying a sound. They just knock the door and they just say the sound, but it's trick-or-treat. So when my door knocks now, I say trick these kids are looking at me like I'm f- crazy. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. But you just said trick or treat. Do you know but why? In fact, huh? Do you know why though, innit? Go on, why? The parents have gassed them saying, yeah, get your bag, you're just going to get bare things. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Let them know what trick... Do you know what? You lot, let's do a history lesson. Go back and find out what Halloween's about and then move forward. You're watching too much American shows, watching the call my wife and kids, you see it and then boom, you want to participate. I don't know. I wouldn't be mad though if a kid, if I, if I open the door and I said treat... <laughs> No, if I open the door and I said trick and a kid said, I ain't got one. I just come here for something. I'm giving him everything I got. That's fair enough. Because you know what? I respect it. You understand that you're saying words. Yeah. You've come to the door brazen without no trick. But you're saying it anyway. When I ask you for one, you tell me you ain't got one. You just come here for something. I'm giving it to you. But if you just come and you just say the sound and you don't know what's going on. Really? I shouldn't give you nothing. You don't even know what you're saying. This is life lessons for children. And for parents who sent their children out. Do you know what? Did you do trick-or-treating as a youngster, by the way? Sorry to go left. Uh, Like, I think maybe once. But then I did it once maybe as a youth. I don't even... Yeah. Yeah, like one time on an estate. And then yeah, there was another time where it was... I'm not happy. Like, I... I'm not proud of what we did. I'll be honest with you. I'm not proud. They just done bare tricks. No, treat. Brother, we just... Eggs. Egg and Egg and flour. Yeah. Do you know what? When I think back at that, I think, oh, what was we doing, bruv? We was the knocking on people's man. door. Poet, hmm? we knocked on people's door. We said trick or treat. And any time someone said trick, any time someone said trick, it was egg and flour on their ras. But we have to understand that is the nature of the holiday. You can't get upset with what it is. Could you imagine opening your door and someone throwing egg and flour? at you and running off not Sorry. one egg you know how many all the man them had eggs so you had a box of six <laughs> well, we was <laughs> I, I don't know how we didn't get into big trouble for that or even got beaten up for it to be honest with you but it's trick or treat yeah obviously if the kids have done it to me I would send my younger cousins over there and sort the situation out you can't run an egg pump that's crazy that egg and f- Egg and flour. No, not, not like, it's one thing to just have the flour or just have the egg. But the egg and the flour together. Mad. Did you know that if the pumpkin isn't outside your house, you're not involved in Halloween? All right. I had no pumpkins outside my house. Did your door still knock? Yes. All right. <laughs> I told that you to go home. Did you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that you? <laughs> yes. That you had to go home. They realised I'm not on it. Because my road is obviously my area, affluent, yeah. middle class, yeah. long hair, white people, guys and girls, everyone's just having a good time. Mm. Don't knock on my door. When I was young, my mum told me that's begging. Don't bother do it. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I don't like the pagan holiday. That's funny. Know. I bet that you went out, back out there and said, you know, don't knock on that door. You ain't getting shit. Of course not. <laughs> Come knock on my door and beg. Nah, man, I'm not on it. They're but, sweets and that, anyway. But yeah, man, Halloween. Get back to the youth then. Um, okay, 
couple things. Actually, I'm gonna go for a couple of things that I've got here. Mm. Um, the world's gone crazy, though, Sharky. We're gonna talk about the world going crazy. We're gonna talk about competitive competitiveness in rap. We're gonna talk about Dizzy and mm. Wiley. We are gonna talk about. I got some. I got honourable shouts, and I've also got something that I want to say to insurance companies. But before we do all of that, yeah, Tyson Fury. Bro. Tyson Fury. You know what? And I said this the last time. Both of them. Both of those fucking... Both of them got away with murder over the last month. Yeah? Both of them did. Both of them got the absolute rub of the green. Now, look. To be honest with you, Tommy probably... I don't know. Like it was a, it's a funny one. We didn't even discuss that here on the pod. But the reality was, this is not supposed to be close anyway. I don't care what anyone tells me. This is boxing is in your bloodline, and KSI, with all due respect, even though I know that he's taking the sport seriously and that he is a YouTuber by DNA, yeah. So this is not supposed to go that way. That's that. Okay, cool, fine. I'm a UFC man, so I know a lot about Francis Ngannou. I like him. I respect him. I respect the fact that he left uh, for principle and money issues with um, Dana White. He has not had a fight for two years. He has not gone in a in a in a in a. I think he boxed when he was younger, actually. And when he was in France, I think he boxed for a tiny bit. But that was probably when he was about sixteen years old. Yeah, he has gone into the ring with the heavyweight champion of the world and let me tell you this yeah i know people have put out stats and said that you know tyson fury landed the most punches or whatever let me tell you this yeah at the bare minimum that was a draw and let me tell you why at the bare minimum it was a draw because you see that elbow did you see that did you oh, see that, yeah, elbow? that elbow did you see that elbow, Who else elbow? he is lucky <laughs> he is lucky yeah that um francis is a mma fighter because if he was a boxer and he would have got that elbow, he would have dropped on the floor, he would have made a big deal out of it, they would have looked back at that and they would have said, that's a point. Deducted. You would have got a point deducted. But because Francis is an absolute animal, he just nyammed the elbow and just carried on going. Big man, do you know, hey, do you know an elbow in the face? From a Tyson punch in Fury. the face. A punch in the face is a madness. An elbow in the face from a man who's six foot nine, 788 pounds. Says the N word. Just bare stuff, like. Bro. It stinks. That shouldn't be close to me. No. It shouldn't be close to me. Honestly, obviously, you know how I feel about Tommy Fury. I don't, actually. Him and Molly May, I think it's a joke. I don't like the whole thing. I don't like the whole thing. I don't like corny stuff, so that's very corny to me. But if I ever saw a video of Molly May, like, like the first time, him coming home and them doing a big hunger after beating KSI like that. I'm talking scraping it. Yeah. I'm talking Man United 1999 Champions League final last minute Ole Gunnar Solskjaer type goal. Mm. If you celebrate that in a big way, you should be ashamed of yourself. I've never in my life, and obviously I'm comparing the two, I don't know much about boxing, but I've never in my life seen any player come from the streets straight to the Premier League and go mad. That just don't happen. No. There is a little process, like Jude Bellingham. And then you finally get up there. You don't just go from, I'm sitting down in the street, apart, unless you're Wayne Rooney, again. Mm. But at 37 years old, for Francis to come in and do that, and KSI is at what, 28, 29? Yeah. They're not even young guys. They're coming at later stages in their life to people that have done it their whole life. Since they was two. No, I'm sorry. 
both of them, although they won, should be very ashamed of themselves. I'll be, honest, I'll be honest with you. I, I, like This would be something for Dan, but I feel as though that there was probably... Had the... In my opinion, this is my opinion. Had the right verdict of happened, it would have been the most embarrassing, embarrassing outcome to happen across all sports, as far as I'm concerned. Of course. But even with him being the winner, I'm still going to say that that is a lot more embarrassing than what happened to AJ when he went to America for his first fight and he lost against Andy Ruiz. Yeah? That's much more embarrassing because, than what happened to AJ. Much because more. The reason being, obviously, that was an embarrassing moment purely because that wasn't the guy that he was supposed to fight. Well, as you say, it's embarrassing. It's boxing, isn't it? Yeah. But that wasn't a guy he was supposed to fight. But this guy was still ranked as a top 10 fighter. He was not a, he was not a dim don. You get mm. what I'm saying? He's still out here doing his thing. Yeah. yeah. So there was that. So it just, it just was one of them things where I think... AJ was going to America. It was supposed to be the time where he was making a statement. He was breaking America. I remember I went there with JD. When you when you went to Madison Square Garden, there was like bare posters of AJ all over the place. So it like it sort of spoiled the thing a bit. But this here, this here, in my opinion, is so much more embarrassing than that because I like, one thing I do believe, if I'm being objective, is that regardless of how long they've been fighting or whatever with um francis being as big as he is mm. at some point within a 10 round fight regardless of whether a man is the heavyweight champion in the world and he's been fighting for like you would expect that at some point he might land one bang because he's a fighter and that one bang could trouble you still and you couldn't be mad at that the fact that like if he's just got you on a one bang thing or whatever and then you know what i mean he's, he's massive 100 percent. but the way that he fought, the way that Tyson fought, and like even the commentary before that, what was it? What was the thing that Tyson said, EA? Um, as it was something about the, um, tennis the tennis thing. What was that? He said, um, he said, Francis Ngannou is like a professional table tennis player about to play against Novak Djokovic. Yes. Djokovic in center court at Wimbledon. That's it. That's the one. Like, and then for that to happen like that. Francis was like, yeah, I think he made a, yeah, he definitely made a joke about that as well because he was like, yeah, well, I'm a good like ping pong player, isn't it? Like, I'm all right, isn't it? But he, even, but even in the fight, so Francis, I wanted to know why Francis done the dance in front of him. I was like, why did you it's do that, that dance? I come to find out at the start of the fight, Tyson Fury comes up to his face and says to me, I'm the principal, I'm gonna take you to school. <laughs> and then four <laughs> rounds in, you're on the floor. Nah, man, this Stinks. It's like it even stinks. after you do that, even after you do that and you lose, even if Francis then had a shit, what was it, six rounds after that, yeah, that you can't take nothing away from him. He knocked you down. But he didn't have a shit um, six rounds after that. He didn't. So it's, it's mental. It is actually mental. Both of those Furies must be sitting in a room, should be sitting in a room together, reevaluating a lot of stuff. You fight two people that are not even professional boxers. You scrape victories. You cannot go home with a big smile on your face. I'm sorry. If Arsenal play Farnborough tomorrow <laughs> and we scrape a 2-1 win, I'm not celebrating the goals. I'll celebrate the other goal. <laughs> it doesn't feel right. You're meant to beat that 6-7-0 and keep it moving. To beat. In, in the fourth round, I'm seeing man on the floor. And I don't like the way at the end of the interview, you just have to brush it off like, oh, it's nothing. Throw down and get up and carry it. No, whatever. You fell down. You're startled, mm. you got up, 
and you 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 didn't like walk gracefully to the corner. You walked to the corner like, what the hell is going on, big yeah, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw that blank expression in your face, like, yo. Then you take a look at this. I don't know nothing about boxing. I'm just looking at like behavior patterns. Yeah. The behavior patterns you came up with at the start, after you got knocked, you were kind of a little bit like, what's going on, trying to suss it out. And then it looked like you were going for gold at the end. Mm. Again, I don't know the technicalities you would need done here. But mm. if you ask me as a fight, my man got beat up. I just saw a man get beat up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the technicalities and if you're moving around the one person's static, how much more points you get. I don't know all of those technicalities. But if I saw that on the roads, if I was outside the club and I saw that, I'm sorry, Mr. Fury, you got beat up, bro. Even the next day, your face, horrible. Well, that's why you would say, that's why sometimes some people would say, life just isn't fair. Because when there's an establishment like let's look at like the business aspect of what of what could have happened if Francis did win. Mm. That would look crazy to boxing because he's an MMA fighter. So for him to come in and to not have not only has he not f he's not fought in two years anyway. Adding to the fact that he's never had a professional boxing fight. For him to go there and beat the not only the heavyweight champion of the world, some people, not me, but some people regard Tyson Fury as one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. For him to come there and do that just throws a massive spanner in the works, especially with the Saudi Arabia business that they've got going on because obviously part of that was supposed to open up the door for you know, other fights where yeah. it comes to him and Usyk or him and AJ and like, there's just a whole thing that like, a plan that they had going on. Also, he was supposed to beat Francis and then fight again in December. He was supposed to fight Usyk then. And yeah, he kept going on about, you know, in an interview before, they were saying to Tyson, it seems like Usyk's not really ready. Like, are you, is this fight gonna happen? And he was like, it has to happen. He signed the contract. If he doesn't fight me in December, He's getting sued. That was his words. Now, after getting punched, licked down, black eye, this, that, and the fourth, he's talking about, I'll see you next year. No way. Yeah. No way. Bro, he's <laughs> the, the thing is, I will say this though. Go on. I remember Tyson Fury in a situation where he seemed a little bit depressed. Yeah. Down. Everyone was against him. And he come back on a matting. Yeah. So I will give the guy the benefit of the doubt. And I want to see how he approaches the next fight. Now he'll, come, he'll come back and he'll win. I think he'll win convincingly next time. But I just think that... that Even would, for this to happen, it's bad. Yes. Yeah, and, I think that, and I think that would upset me, to be honest with you. If he came back and he won, which I do believe that he will do, he'll come back and win convincingly, it will upset me. Because this will be a way to paper around the cracks of the fact that Francis... Should have won the last time. Oh, no, no, it's he not. He should have. No. He should have. That should have been a W, in my opinion. Or a draw, at least. I'll be real, Chucky. Not with the meme error. Not with the meme error. Everyone before 2012 13 that made errors in the public eye, they got away with murder. They're cool. Mm. If you get knocked down today as a boxer, yeah. you can forget about it. Molly May can forget about it. Big man Molly June can forget about it. Everyone can forget about it. Do you know who don't forget? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you will never forget. So although we might go, it might paper over the cracks, it won't. There'll just be a whole thread somewhere on Twitter of the reasons why it stinks. Yeah. So I'm glad that there's that sort of horrible imbalance in life or balance in life where you might be happy. Just go to Twitter. We'll find out how happy you really are. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also just lastly, I'll say as well, I'm, I'm kind of glad at the fact that like, because AJ always seems to get a lot of slack when it comes to like fights not being well. I mean, Eddie Hearn gets it a lot to be honest with you because that's his promoter, and maybe maybe rightly so. We don't know what's going on, but for a long while it was like this fight was falling through, that fight's not happening. We all want to see these two fighting. It just never seems to be happening. Then you got Tyson saying, "What? Well, I would fight him free. I would." Then it's like, "Oh, I need half a billion." And then he's all over the place. And at first, my thinking was, "Why don't these two just fight?" Like, what the hell is going on? But as time's gone on, I've started to realise, now, nah, do you know what? In my opinion, it seems like Tyson is the issue. The, uh, one of the guys that are on Talk Sport, he mentioned something really interesting where he was like, you know, he said, he's saying all of these things and he's making it seem as though AJ doesn't want to fight him. And that was the almost the consensus at one point that AJ didn't want to fight this Don, Yeah. But then it's like, yeah, you're fighting for free. Then it's half a billion. Then it's got to happen here. Then the the last one was, he's got to sign the contract by 5 p.m. today. And it's like, you know how these things go. There's lawyers. There's things you got to go through the contracts or whatever. He's like, someone said to, to Tyson, listen, just leave it until at least the end of the day. Tyson was like, no, it has to be five o'clock. They're like, please just leave it into, we, we've got it, we'll have it sorted out or whatever. What did Tyson do? Five o'clock, he didn't sign it, he's not fighting. We're not fighting. And it's like, oh, this whole thing stinks. So, I hear that. so, so when you get moved to like this, in a situation like that, it just doesn't smell right to me. I feel, hopefully you become something that rhymes with crumble. Because that's what you did. Humble. Please, because right, right now you can't be moving like a... Because I understand beforehand when you haven't lost why you're moving so mad. But you see when you lose to a man that hasn't had a fight in two years, he's the same age as Wiley. From Cameroon. <laughs> reposted by Samuel Eto'o. Yeah. Not even a professional boxer. When you lose under them circumstances, the whole world's watching. I didn't pay for it. I got a little illegal stream, but don't Strongly. actually say I did that because it's allegedly. I just think personally, you have to drop your value. You have to decrease everything. You can't have the same vim. You can't talk about half a mil. You can't talk about any of that stuff no, no more because no. you're not of the same worth to a certain extent. No. You may get the same attention, but in terms of the credibility of a fighter, mm. your credibility has gone down, bro. I don't care if you won that fight. You, no. It was about it. Hairs on your chinny chin chin, if we're being totally honest. It's a bit. And again, when I was watching the fight, I'm watching the first four or five rounds. I'm like, has Tyson Fury won any of these rounds? I don't really know, but it doesn't look like he. I feel like he's been beaten up in five rounds. Yeah. So then how does he even lose this fight? My whole mind is like, I'm like, how do you lose this fight, Francis? Like, Tyson Fury started picking up pace and I started going, okay, like by the sixth round. Yeah. For, but I'm thinking to myself, by the sixth, seventh round, it's too late. Yeah. That's why when the end result comes out, out of my ignorance, I don't go robbery okay i did go robbery but i'm now that i've calmed down i'm like maybe there's technicalities within the sport that i'm unaware of um the same way someone in football might go oh my god he scored 20 goals a season top goal scorer he must be the best striker in the prem i can go no let's watch the games let's yeah, take a yeah. look at his performance yeah. i'll tell you the best striker irrespective of how many goals he scored so maybe there's technicalities like that within boxing that i'm unaware of but yeah. from just watching it like i said both furies should be furious yeah, right then right then and it, to be honest with you, both of those fights, they weren't robberies. I just think that they should have lost. <laughs> That's it. 
<laughs> they weren't ro- like like um it wasn't a robbery but in my mind Francis at least deserved a draw it wasn't a robbery with Tommy Fury it wasn't a robbery but in my it, the way that I saw it that looked like a draw to me as well at least and I wasn't even mad at KSI's um approach to the fight I know like a lot of people were making memes out of it and it was funny but I funny. thought his I thought his style of fighting was just about right stay wide out of range because obviously Ty, um, Tommy's a boxer. If you're in range, he's gonna just he's gonna punch your head off or jab your head off. Let's stay at a distance. And then when I see an opening, let me just dive in with a yeah, bam, and then hold him. And then let me try and get out of range again. Tactics. And then try, yeah, it's tactics. I weren't mad at that at all. But anyway, um, shout out KSI though. Shout out to KSI. Because even after the fight, yeah, sometimes some people are like, oh, you should be like. I don't know. You should show a little bit more. Is it respect in the in in the loss? Okay. See how mad he went. I like that. Yeah. So do I. I like that. Yeah. So do it I. It shows that he cares. Anyone that thinks he's just doing it for a check or anyone that thinks he doesn't have no love for boxing, you can't watch that response to losing a fight and think it's anything else other than a man that loves to win. Whether it be something on YouTube or it be something in the boxing ring, and he's taking it very seriously. He didn't get knocked out. He took him all the way to the end. This guy's a professional boxer and a professional. Anyway, I'll keep it to myself because he's a strong guy. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just 100%. Think, 100%. KSI, and that's the I thing. I love the fact that you were that passionate. I like to see passion, bro. I love that, passion. That's the thing that could maybe later on make him be really, really good at the sport. If you look at um, uh, Floyd Mayweather, he mm. lost in a competition. And when they spoke to him in that competition when he was young, bro, he was barling, bro. He couldn't even talk. Serious. And he just walked off. Like he was trying to talk, he couldn't talk, he was really emotional and he just left. Bro, the man come back and didn't lose again. I hear that. Do you get what I'm I saying? He did I, not lose again. I respect that, you know. I respect that. Make a little So you need that, sometimes you need that. KSI, man, to me, you didn't lose anyway. I got my own rules. Yeah, right. KSI then. didn't lose, Francis didn't lose. That's for me though. Yeah, same. Um, Dizzy and Wiley. Dizzy and Wiley. Thoughts. You know what? Go on, go on. Charlie. When I saw the tweet, yeah, of someone saying that them two was together, I thought it was Cap. And I nearly re- I nearly retweeted it, but you know what I don't like to do? I don't like retweeting Cap. Hmm. So I just ignored it until I see um, Target say it. say it. And I was like, oh shit, swear. And then I wanted to see the video. Because I didn't believe it still. Still, there was still something in my mind that didn't believe it. I think maybe because in my mind, I <clears throat> I probably I probably built it up to it being more than what it actually was anyway. Because I think at first when I heard that they was on stage together, I was like, what they did, what they were barring and that. And then I was a bit, and I got annoyed <laughs> because in my mind. Because I'm saying, what, them was on stage like barring in Dubai. Dubai don't deserve that. I'm sorry. They don't deserve that. Them two, see, you see them two on stage together in Dubai. That's the last place I want to see them two together. But then I realised it wasn't that, that it was just my man was on stage or whatever and they just embracing each other and whatnot. And it warmed my heart. It warmed my heart. I have views. Go, go for it. It stank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it happened. Of course I'm glad it go. happened. I'm vexed that Target said, oh, they met in my bedroom. Big man, that's not a moment for you to make it about you, Target, all right? <laughs> and on top of that, Target, like, that's hardly the video you go, oh my God, they met in my bedroom. Like, that video stank. Like, Wiley, I don't feel like he was meant to go on stage. 
I think that you and Dizzy Rascal had made up and then you just thought, you know, I'm going to run on stage. Right. <laughs> and that's all cool. But I'm just I like... I didn't, do you know what? Go on, sorry. For, a, for the two guys, and it's crazy because we spoke about it here on the pod. I want to say, I want to say about six years ago. I want to say about six years ago, five, six years ago. And then me and Dizzy had some words in the in the DMs off the back of the subject of me saying I hope they reconcile one day. Okay. But if I knew they were gonna reconcile like this, I would have agreed with Dizzy when he was vexing me. Yeah, yeah I hear that. On stage in Dubai, and then it's meant to be sidewinder, it's meant to be Eskimo dance, it's meant to be something so monumental because these two to me are gods. In grime, Wiley and Dizzy. These are like Bro, I remember pressing the red button just to watch I Love You and thinking, oh my God, like he's on MTV. I remember watching Wiley bring Chip down to Westwood and I'm like, oh my God, Chip, you're with Wiley. Like the way I look at these guys is so high, irrespective of what they do in their life, whatever. To mm. me, these men are living legends, top dons. And you make up in Dubai on stage and you don't spit. It stinks. I hear it still. It stinks. You know, I didn't actually think about it. It's like not that. meant to happen like that. Yeah, yeah, no. It's not meant to happen like that. Target, why don't you bring it to your bedroom so I can do a set or something? So you just, oh, gas about it, mate, in your bedroom. Oh. <laughs> For me, the whole thing just. But I'm. But on a, on a I, I'm happy that they obviously they must have had a conversation and they spoke or whatever and they've, they've had a reasoning. I was very happy about that. So on a personal one. Um, but so yeah, do you know what? I didn't, look at, I didn't look at it like that. I think that is an interesting point still. With all due respect, it almost feels as though, like, from a spectacle, so we're taking away from the uh, the the deep emotional aspect yeah, that yeah, they had, yeah? yeah. And now we're talking about the spectacle because we're we're happy as fans. We're happy that they had a conversation and they've did whatever. Yeah. But from a spectacle, what really is supposed to happen is, bro, don't go on the stage. Stand at the side, and when the moment is right, when the moment is right, the world can see it, and whoever knows knows. So this is but why it's for. Yeah, Wiley just Wiley ruined the moment. Fault, man. Why did you why did you ruin it, bro? Just because you dyed your beard, you want everyone to see that it's black. <laughs> Wiley, this is all your fault. It could have been so special. Cause it could have been a situation where people go, I swear I see them talking and but you don't even know what the conversation's about. Right, that's it, yeah, that's one. Oh, of them. I see them together, but yeah. it, it still might not be cool. It might just have been like, well, go on and keep it moving. Like yeah. back in the day at O2. Yeah. Remember when Wiley saw Dizzy and they held each other from a distance yeah. and I remember that. It might have been something like that. And then it gets confirmed when you see it on stage somewhere in East London. Yeah. That oh would have been God. great. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, bring yeah. it back to where it's meant to be. But just to know, it's in the same place that half of the people in this country move to when they don't know what the fuck they're going to do with their lives makes me sick. <laughs> the place of no culture. The place of no soul. The place that has a Caribbean restaurant for no reason. The place that doesn't like to say hello, but they do buys. Why would you go there? They do Why? Buys. It could have been so special, but this was is it, me. Was it a headline show? Was it a dizzy headline show or was it a festival? It could have been a footline show, an armline show. I don't care. Because it is really. even, it stinks even more so if it's just a... Normal thing. Yeah, it's just a normal festival. Uh, uh, oh, mate. But you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to say sorry to both of them because you know what? Pleasing me is a hard task. I can appreciate that you lot had a real deep beef and the way you make up, it's not really got nothing to do with me. Who gives a damn? You lot yeah. are happy. You're talking and I'm happy for that. But guess what? I'm still not happy at the way it was presented to me. I like better yeah. presentation. presentation. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm an aesthetics man. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad the way Dizzy came up to me like, get off my stage. I'm glad Dizzy done that. Yeah. Because I feel like Dizzy was like, 
we didn't have to do it like this. Yeah, we didn't have to do it like You've this. You've ruined it. And also, yeah, like we're cool, but let's, you know what I mean? Let's ease into it a yeah, little bit differently. <laughs> and, but it was nice to see Dizzy put it on his gram and all yeah, of that. Yeah, they both did, I think. And I, like, yeah, I'm happy for the both of them because that does mean a lot. That does mean a lot that they sat down and, well, whatever, whatever dynamic and had a conversation and now they're there. This What's is what this I will here? say. Can I say oh, one thing? Um, so it was a Dizzy show. It was a Dizzy show, yeah? Can yeah. I say one thing to be cheeky? This is me just throwing some speculation out there. I'm not trying to say it's any one thing. But do you find it interesting that they both, they, they, they both like found the time to do this at a point where it's not rosy on either side? If that makes any sense. What, so musically rosy? Everything rosy, like... I know Dizzy had some problems. They both had his... discrepancies as of recent in the past that has meant that maybe they're not the same figures that they once were. Yeah, because Dizzy had a situation with, I think, is it the mother of his ch- children or child or something like that? But Wiley hasn't had anything for a minute. <laughs> but the one thing he has had means that even listening to Spotify is a difficult task. Try listen to Oh, yeah, that's true. Go, go to Spotify and try and find that Skepta and Wiley tune. One of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> go try and find it. I dare you. Shadow Ban. I dare you. me on Twitter. But Shadow Ban. <laughs> shadow crazy. Ban. But do you know what? Like I said. Now, do you know what I think more, more than anything? I don't think it's because of that. I just think they're just older now. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. almost like yeah, right. it's the politer version of when. Um, well, it's like synonymous to like road men, for example. You know, you get to a, a, a position now where it's like, you get a little bit older, no one really wants to die. Like certain things are, it was deep at the time, but you've got kids now, circumstances change. There's bare things in it. Yeah. And it's like, we don't have to be friends though. We, yeah, we don't have, we to, don't be have friends. to be friends, but we can, you know what, boom, you know what I mean? I acknowledge the time that we had as well. And also I'm happy that you're alive and you're okay. And you know what I mean? And if the, if, the, the time presents itself, we touch stage together again at some point. That's nice. If and they that's touch cool. stage and do a set, I'm going to lose my, lose my head. Oh my God. Do you know what head. as well? I beg it be like, like do an area nightclub thing or something. I mean, yeah, East London. East get, London. Get back to East, man. Yeah, get to they East, deserve, East have get done East. so much for music. To me, East London has done so much. We say much Stratford Rex, open up Stratford Rex. That's oh gone though, isn't it? Oh my God. That's a new that's build. Sold that's sold out. That's a new build. It's a new build, isn't it? Is it a new build? Probably. Knock it down, man. Make a new build. Make well, a make a new build. <laughs> Wait, well, let me see. Stratford. Rep. I'll make a... Just Saturn. Stratford. Charge people £100. I'm still paying. I'm still paying. Rex. Like yeah, from you. No because you know what, yeah? You know what's so mad to me? Gigs and uh, Diddy got a concert next week, yeah? That's mad to me. Oh, like, that's my like head. my honourable shout-outs, by the way. That, like, that is... Cr- I, that's crazy to me. One person I've grown up Watching with Bad Boy Records, thinking, my lord, one day hopefully I can have, I don't know, one tenth of the success you have, and then Geeks to me, it's just one of the most incredible voices in London that we've ever had, together on a stage in Shepherd's Bush. Incredible, bro. But to me, this is bigger. Wiley Dizzy, to me, as a grind. Oh man, yeah, yeah, definitely. It is oh, hundred percent. Much bigger. So what I'm saying is, the Wiley Dizzy show will be much appreciated. I'll pay my money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll just do an Eskimo dance. Do an Eskimo dance. That's gone, you know. Do an Eskimo, Eskimo dance. dance. And we know we got, and make sure you bring Flo Dan. Oh, he bodied little Flo baby. Dan, 100%. He bodied little baby. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit. Oh, but you know what? Let's just go there very quickly as well, though. Honorable shout out to Giggs and Diddy, though. I yes. do, their their friendship or what they've built into a friendship just looks so, it looks, it looks sick, to be honest with you. Cold. Like, and it seems like what Giggs is experiencing 
off the back of that. And I f- do you know what it is? I think one of the reasons why people gravitate to gigs so much is because he is authentic. Yes. You get what I'm saying? And I think over there, they certain people gravitate to that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When they are what they say that they are. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, it looks like Giggs is experiencing a whole load of stuff over there. But at the same time, it's like when they come over here, they're experiencing like our culture differently through gigs. Whereas, you know, like usually they might, they might have come here and, you know, they, you might only see them in a certain club or a certain restaurant or whatever. Giggs is taking them to certain places and doing certain things with them. Do you get what I'm saying? 100%. And I just think it's just like, it shows you how close those dots have been connected. The same thing that you, you mentioned before, when I was a youth, a lot of the stars that we looked at were people from across the pond. You know what I mean? And Diddy was definitely one of them. Bearing in mind, he was a businessman more than anything, but you'd see him at the forefront doing things or whatever, and he was just super active. And then obviously making music and whatnot. And then over here though, you know, when we had our rap shit going off and then we had a, a light early golden era, like Giggs was at the like forefront of that too. So to see those two together, connecting that way and then now doing a show together. Yeah, it's mad. I missed out on tickets though, bro. No, you never. Don't worry, I got you. Black King Guards. Uh, yeah, no, but do you know what? I, do you know what? Because <laughs> you know I didn't love that, innit? No, I love it now. Do you? Look what it's becoming. Yeah, but I... But Look listen, what he's becoming. But hear what I'm saying. And he sent me the message. I played it to you. Yeah, I hear it still. Black but King And I Gods. understand that. But remember I told you, yeah? yeah? What Giggs had said to you in the thing... Had he have put that in the beginning? Yeah, okay. What? Mad. In the song? Mad, 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 mad. mad. Oh my God. Mad, mad. And the thing is, I rate Diddy's, of course I rate Diddy's thing. I rate Diddy's intros and outros. He has got some historical ones. Yeah, some classic ones. It was just that one there. This didn't... It didn't touch home. Like right, that. for me. He should have. But listened... that doesn't take away from the fact that Diddy's not, not a don. Of course he's a don. Complete don. He should have just listened to the speech on Hate Me Now with Nas. All right. The way he spoke on that track. Yeah. Oh. I started feeling Classic. like I was a crazy guy. These times I'm a little kid in school getting robbed and my cousin's coming to get the money back. That, oh, yeah, nah, Classic, man. But yeah, I just think- I big them up still. That's so, it's nice to see all these collaborations. It's nice to see people just like, you know, forgetting the, the wrongs of yesterday and finding a way to move forward. Even if you don't have to be friends, just to have that sort of amicable respect for each other. It's nice. And I'm, also it is nice to see gigs having this sort of key to the city because one thing I listen to, one th- in the States, for example, I always look for like roles people play. Yeah. And there's one person who are always here, and I could be wrong, who's like always like mending relationships and trying to sort things out. Mm. And it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I always hear, yeah, Uncle Snoop done this, Uncle Snoop done that. And in this country, so therefore like the person that I feel like has a lot of respect within that scene is Snoop. He can make things happen. Yeah. I feel that way about gigs. When I talk about, when I hear like diggity, he'd be like, yeah, gigs talks to me. Or I can say gigs like will say a couple words if he sees something great about me. It's not even just us. There's so much people I hear say, yeah, man, gigs shouted me out to say this and that. And, just to know that's the man that's getting, you know, Diddy to come over and fam, Giggs deserves that. He's the man that's just really trying to make this a really credible scene and he's doing everything in his power. He'll jump on collaborations with new rappers and mm. nah, Giggs is uh, And I also love the fact man. that there's money being made in that too. Yeah, I think that is, that's important because, you know, like back in the day when the infrastructure was different, like people were cutting through and being authentic and being themselves, but there just wasn't money to be made like that. So when, as history has gone on and things have gone on, history has gone on, as things have gone on and that has become history, sometimes 
we almost forget about those people. And if they, we, if we do forget about them, sometimes those people never got a financial benefit in it because the infrastructure wasn't the way that it was. I like the fact that now the infrastructure is the way that it is so that somebody like that can be financially rewarded in their authenticity. 100%. And do you know what I like as well? Because I remember watching old gigs videos. Do you know who's always there? Buck. Right there. And guess who's still there? Buck! That feels right, man. That yeah. feels... I just... That to me... Just being a man from the UK and Giggs is Jamaican as well. This just feels right, man. Happy birthday to his son the other day as well. Oh, man. yeah, his um, son. His son's got a mixtape out. His, his son's name's called ML, right? Come on, man. Just check that quickly. Um, Double check, make sure we're correct. Again, I watched the... I watched the um, see me, yeah? <laughs> this is the thing. Some people will not see this, yeah? Especially like certain artists that know me or have like a relationship with me. Or they might not realise how much I watch them. And even like... I might critique certain things and it might sometimes come across that I don't... Because I remember there was like a couple people was mentioning the fact that, you know, I kept mentioning I wasn't loving the way that Dave was doing what he was doing with gigs and I wanted gigs to make sure that he doesn't do that again. Yeah. And sometimes that can be t taken a certain way. Like I'm... People just take it whatever way. But irrespective of whether I like something or I don't like something here... The, I rate these a lot. And so I'm always watching. Them. I'm just, I'm scanning them and paying so much attention to what they're doing. I watched the live between him and his son, yeah? Yeah, yeah ML his name is. He's got a mixtape out at the moment. Actually, I, I've only listened to a couple of songs of it, but I ain't listened to it properly. And it's like, you know, pushing music aside, what a proud thing. Do you get what I'm saying? Like to be your, a dad and see his son now, like, cause obviously his dad's done music. But now his son's doing music. He's got his own mixtape out. His son was in LA. Imagine that. Like, his son's in LA while they're doing the, the live or whatever. And it was just a sick little moment to see them interacting between each other. And him saying, yeah, nah, man, I love you, son. Like, well done. Like, Come you don't, on, you don't usually see the, that side from somebody like that. So, you know? And it's yeah, it's clobbering time. You know what? Clobbering time. What um, Marvel character is that again? The thing. Come on. And that is such a gigs thing as well. That is 100%. such his dad's thing. It's clobbering time. <laughs> Can we just say, people like Crips, people like gigs. They yeah. are eradicating the stereotype that lived and existed when I was young. Yeah, That's right. Jamaican men do look after their children. Right then. So please just get rid of that stereotype that you like to bring around for the Kalukula. We'll make a new one. Uh, I got Like one top one. Caucasian boxers will probably lose to Africans from Cameroon. Yeah. Exactly. Good Francis, 37 years old. Big. Uh, He's younger than Wiley, by the way. He is what? He's definitely younger than Wiley. Um, a couple other just quickly um, honorable shout outs, yeah? Honorable shout out to the GRM. <laughs> what? 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 You know what I'm saying? He's rude. He said Wiley and Logan Summer's the same age. What's wrong with you? what? I heard you say it. <laughs> Fam, I don't know if it's on camera, bro. Honorable shout out to um, the composers. Yeah, they just did Royal Albert Hall and they have just announced Wembley Arena. Yeah, for They've October. They've been killing it for time, you know. They have been, they are so, so they are the They are the real deal, bro. 100%, 100%. And again, they are what I would say, they are objectively good. And what I mean by that is, even if it's not your thing, even if it's not your thing, you will see these men and say, these men are cold. And humble as, bro, humble as, Jesus Christ. You meet them now, they're still just like wild well, one and just yeah, yeah, normal. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm the type of man pod, that- actually. Huh? Love to get have them on the pod, actually. 100%. And, and I apologize, because sometimes I see them in person 
and I just can't remember what they look like. So sometimes I'll be like, yo, and I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry, my brother, because yeah. you're the composer, so I'm listening to what you compose. <laughs> Everything yeah, else, cool. sometimes I'm not really, I still appreciate the art and appreciate who you are, so don't take it as a disrespect. Plus, I wear glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, nah, you know, that does happen to me with them as well, to be fair. But and they are they are very, very sick. If you ever have the opportunity to go and see them, wherever they're performing, go. They are, they're so good. Bring a really good vibe. And, and if you want to see something they're doing right now, because if you're watching this and it's Sunday, you should head over to GRM. They've just done a little freestyle thing with Margs, who went mad. So the composers are in the background. You can catch Margs and the composers on GRM right after you've watched this. Well, that was my next honorable shout out. Honorable shout out to GRM for that this content that they're doing at the moment, yeah. Um, what is it called? Is it called something? Go go to GRM, please. Do you know what it is? Everyone tries to do it's this It's elegant content. rap. Everyone tries to make content like this, yeah. But the way GRM have sort of like branded it, the way it looks, is that GRM Radio? GRM Radio, that's it. It just looks cold. There's a studio audience. What was the first one? The first one wasn't Rimsy, was it? It was. Nah. Was it Young, Young nah. Tef? Was it Young Tef? You should... it might have been first I feel like he was. It might not have been the first one that they recorded. But it no, was wait, cold, though. It wasn't Young Tef, man. Was it? So, you sure? Let's find out. No, it was Blade. There it was. Blade. 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 It was Blade. Um, yeah, like composers playing in the background, elegant rap. Like, uh, yeah, it's just. Gro it's like. It's. It's perfect for where we're at at the moment now. Do you get what I'm saying? If you would have done this maybe like eight years ago, I don't know if it would have felt right. But now? It just feels right. Because composers have a name. GRM have a name. And every artist they bring has a name. So it's not like anyone else is like, who's that, who's that? You know them all. Yeah. And there's a studio audience. And although you say elegant rap, I hear you, Mark's done his Westwood freestyle. I know. Big man, that is so far from elegant, it's crazy. It's aggressive. And just to have a live band behind that, Nah, bro. But it's, uh, it's elegant aggressive. Elegant aggressive. <laughs> yes. It's elegant aggressive. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, nah, man. It actually, it gives me the vibe of, a light vibe of Rick Ross and Justice League. With I that kind you. of thing in the background with them. You understand what I'm saying? The instrumentation with the rap, like, yeah, it's cold. Do you know what I started thinking when I saw it and I thought, I wonder how far they can go with it because... I end up just like watching it and I'm like, this is crazy. I used to love MTV Unplugged. Mm. So I like the way this is framed. I like the way this is done, but is there a way that we can incorporate the audience so it has more of an intimate feel where it's like, I remember one of the best unplugs for me is Kanye West and Lauren Hill's one is crazy as well. That's oh, crazy, but look, but like they just start telling stories about certain songs. And um, I like that. There's like one song that Kanye West on his album, had in his album called Spaceship. I've been working these slave ships and I, and he speaks about the stories of why he had some of the quotes in there. And it was some, a lot of them were his uncle's quotes. So just like that type of information that you get from songs would be so, so sick, especially when you're using artists like Blade and Margs, where they're so far away from the time when they released some of the songs. Maybe throughout that, could we hear some of the stories and what was happening around the time when you made that song or... Maybe I'm asking for too much. I, no, I you're not. Do. No, you're not. I think yeah. that I think that is a sick thing to incorporate, actually, because God. you know, for them, more time, the tunes that they are performing mean something. Mark's doing that. Yeah, to to some people, it just looks like he's just barring and he's just getting some things off. Nah, there's actually a story behind that. That West, that whole Westward freestyle, and him just lightly talking about it and then doing it. I think is cold, or him doing it and then talking about it. That's one of the reasons why, you know with the checkup, like one of the things that I want to do 
is I want to go through some classic albums too. So I would love to, for example, sit down with Kano and discuss Home Sweet Home. Now oh he's a big man. Please. But I also play the please. songs back. So he plays songs, verses, all of these type of things and just get like his perspective now from where he's at now. Do you get you me? Get gets and do freedom of speech. Gets oh, absolutely. 100%. It may not be his best project. His best project at, at, like before then around then was No, I would definitely do that. I even want to do yes. honestly I want to do Miss Dynamite Miss Dynamite I even want to do Craig David Bourne to do it I'm sorry I want to do that but I want to sit down with him alright right, no, I'm not going to say nothing I've yeah, got to learn just, to not be cheeky right exactly right. Craig David's a legend just leave it as that leave it as that um, he can't wear a jeans jacket that's all I'm asking uh, Merkston 38 special don't know if you heard that I didn't it's too to easy it, for him on, it's just too easy for him it's too easy for Merkston he I wish just... Merkston was more consistent. We I wish Merkston was more consistent because you know what? He becomes one of them individuals that if you are from a distance and you maybe don't understand how it actually works, you go, he's underrated. You go, he's not appreciated the way he should. And you, you say loads of other things. But I just think Merkston's so comfortable in life and this is something he loves to do. He just, he, you know, he attaches it and approaches it when he likes, which is cool. But bro, you're actually good. Do you know what? I, I politely disagree. Is it? Yeah, because, so he put out an album, I put out a project, what was it, 2021, that was top tier. That was one of my favorite. Top tier was crazy. Wait, when did that actually come out? Was that the with, set? Was that with the one with Geordie on it? Geordie and Pepper on that project, isn't it? It's in January. Oh, January. No, then you're right then, that class is my thing. Oh, is it? Because I was going to say, I thought that came out in 2021. I don't when know did why. It Huh? When did it come out? It tw uh, 2020. So that came out just before COVID. Oh, so am I right? You are right. Jesus you are 100%. Christ. But if this came out, which it didn't, but if it came out in 2021, which I thought it did, mm -hmm. in this time, he's also put out um, freestyle packages as well. So he's like, he's still been doing bits. There's still things. Yeah, but you're Merkston, bro. You're, I hear you're coming from, those, but those, those freestyle packages are, is something that he's always done. So he's always done... You know the little the mixtapes where he's like the going the over the, or back to yeah, the yeah yeah yeah. No, so he's listen. done them. He's done them. He's all it is is he's due a he's due a project now. That's it. He's due. Top tier is crazy. Like, top tier is crazy, bro. I don't know what it is then. Maybe it is a bit of what I'm saying, but it's also ah, it's what we were saying. It is. It is. It is a bit of like it's the packaging. Maybe packaging is important to me because do you know what it is? Unfortunately, today yeah. And maybe we're, we're approaching a space in this country, maybe like the millennials in, in, in the US, when people really did care about their products and their brand and the way they were presented a lot more. And I think there was a lot way, it was a lot easier for you to present someone like Jay Kwan yeah. um, and make him big purely because there was like a formula and what you could use to make an artist bigger. And I'm like, Merkston, you're just relying on the fact that you're sick at spitting, you're good relations. What more could you do? What more could you do? Because you're actually cold. So what more could you do? I've, yeah. I mean, look, with Merckston, maybe it's just finding ways of like broadening his, uh, his fan base. But even then, I don't know, bro. Because look, this project came out 2020. Yeah. Then he had, I know, we did have COVID. So that collapsed the whole thing. Yeah. But still, you could still make music, to be fair. Of course but you then can. he had the, um, that Project 7 that when came out this year. Oh, so he's had a project in 2020 and his next project is 2024. Three. So he had one this year. June. Oh, it's 2023, sorry. So, yeah. so it's three years. Then he's put another song out and then he's probably going to drop so it's, three, so it's so not too bad. Not too bad. Two projects in three years. Yeah, but that's not bad. That's not good, Chucky. 
We're in a whole nother era. Maybe in 1996 when Usher was doing Can You Get With It, that was nice, or My Way, whatever he was doing then. Maybe we could have it then. But in 2023, my brother, is, is evolve or get lost, get lost, get left behind. You're far too good to be pretending you're releasing music in 2005. I'm not, I'm not with, me, I'm not with it. <laughs> you're too sick. Consistency. And well, if you're gonna take that long, one. just give me like five videos. Am I missing something? I feel like I'm missing something though. Maybe you are. Maybe my point's I'm sure there was something else. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But I think as a Merxton fan and as me listening yeah. to Merxton, I feel like right now, now is the time that I'm looking for something for Merxton. Whereas before, I couldn't say that I was like, I was th thirsty. That might not be the right word, but I wasn't Gross. like, you know what I'm saying? There was just, an, for me, there was enough music for me to listen to. But now I'm like, okay, it feels like now is the right time for him to drop something for me. Um, two more, just very quickly, yeah. There is a an artist called Quellum. Am I saying his name right? Quellum. Quellum. He's got a project called Mellow. Hard, bro. Is it? Hard. Have you heard it? Yes. Hard, bro. Let me see. Hard. Quellum. Quellum. Yeah, yeah. It, do you know what it feels? It feels. It feels right. It feels black. British though, like, and it's hard, bro. Serious. It's it's very very. It's really impressive. He's got like a little skit from from Skepta on there, which I think he's like taken from an interview. He's got Sloan on there, um, and he's just got like he. There's a flip of Gas by the Hour on there. Hear that? Yeah, yeah. It's Is good. It? Yeah, it's really good, bro. It's really really good. Really good project. Jim Legacy. What a flipping hero he is. I saw someone do a remake of Soldier Boy's Crank. That what? I swear, it's crazy. <laughs> it's not. It's it's violence. Is it? It's cold. Someone from here or abroad? Yes. Is it? Yeah, I can't remember, but someone will leave a comment. They will let us know. It mm. is crazy. I had this shoot going crazy. Yeah. Okay, now I'm on that. Yeah, let me know. I like that. Go back in time. Find out what was. This is what Puff Daddy was doing. That's how you got big, bro. Bear samples. All right, let's talk. So Lil Yachty and J. Cole had a conversation. And when? the conversation was based upon competitiveness in rap. And I think it was sort of started like now this. Now looking at it from a standpoint, I think Joe Budden with First Person Shooter, it felt like there was already a personal vendetta towards Drake, which made it a thing to where it was like, oh, Drake got washed Oh, Drake may not be that guy. Not looking at it from the standpoint of me. I think what, uh, personally, I think what his first contributor to that song made it, made it the song it is. It mm -hmm. gave it the energy. Mm -hmm. And I also hate how people think like, uh, like if like if Cole and Drake get on the song together, it's like they gotta be trying to like outwrap each other and shit. Like, I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. In that moment, he chose the song over the competition and what they gonna say. Boom, boom, boom. Drake ain't looking at it like. I'm going to take Cole fucking head off at some point. Don't think he's not looking at it like, nah, we just going to make the bet. Nah, he come from that cloth. Yeah. So That's so he, at some point in time, he going to want his lick back. So basically, what this, what they're getting at in that conversation is, is that Yoi is alluding to the fact that like, sometimes rappers just go into the booth and they just want to make a good song. Yeah. And like, it shouldn't have to be really about the competitive nature. Whereas Cole obviously still comes from that cloth of 
Nah, but sometimes when we're in the studio, man do wanna lit like in this one, in this particular song that them two did together, Drake might have just been thinking about the song. Cole wasn't thinking about the song. He was thinking about just doing a madness. But he's like, don't ever get it twisted. Drake is going to want to have a lick back at some point. There's going to be a time where we're going to jump on a song together and we're going to want to have a lick back. And I think the wider conversation on that is, has the competitive spirit in amongst rap music, amongst young people being completely lost? No. No. I think... When I was growing up, a lot of the competitive rap was from New York. And New York had hip hop in a headlock. But it was only a matter of time, just because of numbers, that if another area has a different approach to hip hop and rap and doesn't have a competitive nature, ATL, then all of a sudden, and that becomes the place for hip hop, that becomes the new versions of shit people be looking at when they grow up so then it loses that competitive edge purely because there isn't I don't remember loads of people beefing like that in Atlanta I remember flipping outcasts coming on stage at the Source Awards in like 95 saying like well you ain't got no love for down south and all of that whereas like in New York bro like it's just battle rap like people want to be like everyone's worrying about bars like I have to be better than you it's the equivalent is in this country I would say is grime in grime the reason why I liked it is because I have to be better than you mm. I have to be better than me when I was yesterday. Mm. You go to radio, what? I didn't get a wheeler. Next week, I'm getting a wheeler. Now, everyone's friends. Honestly, personally, from the bottom of my heart, maybe because I haven't eaten, and it's what God knows what time, it makes me sick, Chucky. It makes me proper, 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 proper sick, because Oh, so you do believe that this competitive nature has gone? Of course. Oh, because you said no, so I thought that you said men. no, yeah. the competitive nature has not gone completely in front of. I just think because cause it's not. It's not that it's gone. Sorry, it, how do I describe this? There's a bigger area of people that don't want to do it. So Atlanta's just got more people that are not on that, and New York's smaller. Mm. And I just think in New York, if New York was Atlanta, then we'd have that competitive edge. Because it was like New York was running the scene, and they don't run it no more. We just got to follow suit to Atlanta, and I like Atlanta. It's all about vibes, and don't you know? Don't stay loyal to your woman, and I'm with it. Strip clubs and all of that, but that competitive like. Griselda rap. I have to go and listen to like West Side Gun and hear some guy that I really I want to rap, bro. Conway the Machine. You think he's not jumping on the song and wants to bite someone's head off? Like you don't get that so much because it's like people just want to do little yachty rap and I'm and I'm. It's cool. It's nice, isn't it? It's inclusive. Everyone makes more money. It's inclusive. But bro, <laughs> personally, I just think it's too soft, bro. Like it's way too. Do you know like, what? I'm not even. I wouldn't even it. be mad at that little yachty type rap being competitive if it was competitive. It's but I don't not. think it is competitive. I think that the the competitive nature is there. I just don't think it is in the art form. I think the competitive nature now is more based upon who sells what more than anything, mm-hmm. uh, who's wearing what, and maybe what the man them's doing or maybe who's chopping, it's like everything outside of the actual art. So there's competitiveness. They're looking at each other in a competitive way, mm. but they're not going in the studio and being competitive amongst each other. Because they're not trying to yeah. out. I think, do you know yeah. what? Joe Biden actually said something that I really, really agreed with. He said, I can't remember exactly how he said it, but he was like, everyone is just trying to sound like the guy that they like. Yeah, he's right. Do you get what I'm saying? Like no one's trying to innovate. Like no one's trying to be them and just be, the sickest version of them. They just, I like you and I just want to be you. And so they're happy being them and being in a group of people, being another guy, 
But it's just being, it's just like their competitive nature is not about the art. It's just about, bro, you know what? Like I got these trainers or whatever, sneakers from so-and-so, you can't get them. I got this, you can't get that. I got this gal, you can't get that. I went over here, I went to Dubai, I drove this car. Like there's this competitive nature within that. This is all because of Instagram yeah. and TikTok and whatever. But in terms of the actual art and the skill, that shit ain't even there. Like that shit is so far gone. And I think it's a shame for me that sometimes artists do go in and just think, oh, do you know what? We just want to make a nice song. No, some artists do come in and think, I want to let that guy know I still want to kill him. So there is that. But I like, but bro, do you know what it is? That is, I like that. I like the thing of, (laughs) you know what, yeah? Maybe not I'm going to kill you, but I'm just going to lightly let you know that I'm not dim. No, but that's what I'm trying to say to you. Like, man, yeah, rap, now that you're saying it. You think that you're going to come in this studio and you're going to do a man thing and I'm not going to, like, I just lightly need you to know. That I'm not dim. Yeah, because street rap, for example, I think the the, the thinking, I'm not, I'm not a street rapper, so I don't know, but street rap, the thinking is, yo, I need to show I'm the realist. I need to let people know what I'm about. It's about respect and so on and so forth. Whereas like that sort of Jay-Z, Joel Santana, Cameron, Jadakus, like Styles P, them guys used to push each other like, no, 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 my pen's better than yours. No, my pen's better than yours. And it was that type of competitive edge is what I feel means that Jadakus can go do a versus today and it slaps. Mm. And I start looking at these artists today and I'm like, in 20 years time, can any of you not do a versus if it still exists? In 20 years time, I'm playing any of these damn records that I'm hearing right now. Because that whole first person shooter, brother, no one can't tell me Drake don't sound like Nardo Wick at the end of it. You couldn't convince me he don't. Mm. He sounds exactly like Nardo Wick at the end of the song. So then why would you use first person shooter at the time where it's you and J. Cole? For you to go and sound like some 20 year old real mad rapper that's like wants to kill everyone. Like, why are you doing that? You're Drake. J. Cole's <laughs> just giving you the dopest verse ever. He's then said, like, who is it out there? Who's like the best rappers out of the three? Is it me, Kado, or Drake? And then you pretend to be Nardo Wick. Like, what the fuck am I listening to? I heard that and I was just like, when it goes to that sort of, yeah, turn it off, man. That's not why I like Drake. That's not why I listen to Drake. That's not my version of Drake I like. I like Drake when Drake's Drake. Mm. Irrespective of how people might call him emotional, this, that, and the other. I just like when Drake's Drake. When I'm hearing Nardo Wick, I'm like, I'll go to Nardo Wick if I want to hear that. I don't want to <laughs> hear that from Drizzy Drake, bro. Mm. So personally for me, it is disappointing that Joe Budden's point might have some truth in it. Uh, a lot of truth in it. And the competitive edge out of rap and so on and so forth is gone just so people can be more inclusive. I think it's a bit trash. Bro, I think the the pushing each other thing is I think it's just unfortunate that it's it doesn't feel like they're doing that at the moment and I think for me Wait, that so would, you say that's a, would you say that's across the board would you say that the states the UK or both I think it's both Jeez. I think it's here as well yeah we got a crop of we still got a crop of people here that are like trying to push each other and whatever else and I'm sure that it's still in America naturally of course you would still have a crop over there too but generally I just think that people pay a lot more attention to, in my opinion, just the wrong things. You can't be, in my mind, you can't be a skilled rapper, but the most important thing that you are competitive about is you wearing this and that other person not having that. Is it also- That's for- weird, or this one sold X, Y, and Z. I hate, but let me tell you something mm, here. I hate you You see that, that part there, sometimes those come, the, the who sold what comes up depending on the context of a conversation. But it's never usually a driving force of my arguments for an artist. You know, like, the only reason why I might ever talk about 
someone selling something or selling a certain amount might only be because I have a connection to people behind the scenes. Yeah. Let's just say a manager of an artist. So I know for them, even though I know that this, this manager legacy is very important for that person. But I also know from a business aspect, whatever things ticking over, I know for them, the numbers are really important. So if I've got a, if say you manage someone, I might be looking at those type of things because I know for you, that's going to mean something to you. Mm. But if I don't, if I don't have that connect, bro, I couldn't give a, f I couldn't give bro. a monkey yeah, about, hey. is it good? Is it good? Were they pushing themselves? Were they pushing each, when, when they was with somebody else, were they pushing each other? Did they create something different? Did they, is there, is it making me feel something? Mm. And then, and then on top of that, the sickest thing is, is later on down the line, when I look back on the project, it's like, can I look back at this project with an emotional connection? Can I say, oh yeah, like I remember listening to Mellow, for example, and yeah, it was sick. Them times there, and I was doing R&B and slow jams. I was recording the thing with Poet and whatnot, and yeah, all my yeah, driving. Like that's the coldest thing. Not what who sold this and that. Like so, when rappers and whoever else are doing all of that type of shit, and this is where your competitive spirit lies, it's a fail to me. So then, what does that mean for music going forward? Because even now, as you're speaking, I'm thinking, Poe, like. If we're saying that, Paul, why did you even like rap at the start? Like, what brought you in? It was the competitive edge. It's the essence. Saying, the essence of it. So if you lose the essence, what have you got? To a certain extent, I feel like, and I'm going back to that Nardo Wick song with, uh, Nardo Wick song. First person shooter, Drake and J. Cole. Do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a business move. If you imp if like, if you deploy or you, you attach a, a younger sound to, because obviously J. Cole's like 37, Drake's like 37. If we have, if we, get a younger mechanic to the song where in which uh, a 21, a 20 year old can hear it and go, ha, ah, I recognize that type of cadence and, and flow and beat structure and so on and so forth. We might get more listenership. So I think the business is compromising the music a lot because the principles of what to be a good rapper shouldn't change. But I imagine the business every four or five years will change all the time. And if you're taking a look at Taylor Swift, I think she reportedly get like 1.5 million in the first week or what? Some stupid. Of course, number. she's gonna do that. She's but like, if that's what it is to be, if that's what you have to do to get loads of numbers in a week, I don't think rappers should aspire to get loads of numbers in a week because it's almost like a different journey you got to take to get those numbers. It seems like what you should be aspiring to do is taking a look at what the principles. I shouldn't tell you what you should do. What would be nice is you look at the principles to be a good rapper and you ask yourself who's the best example of that right now and see what numbers they're getting and then you go, all right, cool. How can we excel that? Because at least the principles are still staying within it if you've got joe budden talking about certain rappers sounding like their favorite artists like that was not the thing back in the day even in grime we took it from hip-hop if you sounded like someone i remember when people said to gets you sound like kano i think that was probably i think he was offended to a certain extent not because he thinks kano's rubbish but it's like bro i'm me yes exactly i rate kano and i rate kano for rating kano but i want you to rate gets for rating gets mm. you don't say the same thing today obviously but at one point you know the comparison was made so Oh, I think no, I think with with the Tyler Swift thing though, is that in her field she probably did use the principles of what was going on in that in that genre yeah. and where she came from, and she like was good at what she did and maximized that, and now she is where she's at. Hundred. Whereas like some people will look at where she's at now yeah. and think, oh, I need to just be there now without looking at. The fact the that this person one, yeah. used the principles from here. Yeah. But you know what I will say is, yeah, is that like the, ess the essence will never die. Mm. It just means that sometimes 
it just needs to take a little go through a little full circle thing so yeah. the noise might not be that but there will still always be a crop and that's why i think sometimes when people t uh, talk about uh, music being musically dead or whatever it never usually feels like that for me because i do always find the crop that tailors to me yeah yeah of course and, and then so i'll talk about them shout about them and just play my play that music very regularly so it might be dead if your ears is tailored to that then yeah. boy i feel sorry for you G. I hear you. but I hear it's you. not dead for me because you know what i mean quailum's outside and i respect that and you know what i feel like if you look at music that you know deploy like if you look at music that has strong principles and you've started listening to music, say, since the year, I don't know, say 2001. It's probably got music before then that you'll like because they have principles that were probably there way before 2001. So there's actually a lot of music for you to listen to. Mm. Now, if you like a music that's like a new sound, so on and so forth, a bit more commercial, a bit more at the times, and you're getting bored, when you look back, there ain't much to look for. So I would say to people, that, you know, attach yourself to, to genres of music that, are involved in culture primarily because like I said, I love reggae music. So if reggae music comes out today, I can listen to reggae music from like 1980 something and it will still give me a similar strong feeling. And the same thing about rap. I love Conway the Machine. I can't lie, I watch most of his freestyles. Conway the Machine's freestyle on Funkmaster Flex is one of the best freestyles I've seen in my damn life, bro. It's the, the latest one he done. It's ridiculous. So if I like that, I can just type in freestyles from all rappers and take a look at loads of freestyles that keep that same principle and I'm there forever so yeah man people I don't know man I feel sorry for some yeah some well people if some. you know your competitive nature is that's where it is then that's where it is bro but how do you bring it back if it's dying can you bring it back nah it just like everything comes and goes innit and then comes again so it's, it's like at some point at some point that essence bit that we that competitive thing is gonna be a thing it's gonna be a thing, and it's gonna push it. Huh? You mean a villain? Yes. You mean yes. a villain? Yeah, yeah, probably. Because it's not necessarily a villain, but it's someone that goes against the time. It's just a rebellious act. You need a rebellious guy to go. Oh, yeah. Scrap this, man! Like that's why I think everyone was happy Wiley's gone, because Stormzy could be killing it, which he was, and then Wiley goes, Nah, boom! I want to say this, and mm. all of a sudden it creates a new atmosphere. Whereas right now you've got no disruptors. And that's what hip-hop was. It was a massive disruptor. I reckon music was doing this. Hip-hop came and then music was like, what the hell is this sound? Oh, we can ignore it for a little while. Mate, Jay-Z's getting big. We can ignore it for a little while. Next, you know, you've got Tupac and Biggie, big, big artists. Now you can't ignore it. Okay, cool. What's happening now, man? Yeah. Shifts, innit? Culture shifts, they happen all the time. Sometimes they happen in five years, 10 years, 15 years, but it will happen. And that's why I think it's always important to just try and be yourself because once it shifts then mm. you're there then you and you move with that shift mm. it's nice if you are not being yourself and you're just doing something to just fit in once it does shift and your actual thing comes in you got to die with that last thing and now you got to watch everyone who was doing what you, was really you really excel now and you're there dying with people that you weren't even this is not even you yeah, so, I would hate right. for that to happen to me, by the way. Do you know what I would say, Chucks? What we should do, <laughs> I would yeah, hate for that to happen to as me. My, I, listen, I love so many artists in this country. They've taught me so much from a distance that I owe them so much, but they still have had howlers. Yeah. We've all got howlers. Everyone's seen Kano's recent, you know, it's recent to oh, most people. Shit. But I'm saying to you, I bet you Kano never performs that song. No. But at the time, the business would make him believe. Well, give the context. You have to, you can't do that now. Kano, you've done a song called Rock and Roll and I hated <laughs> it at the time and people loved it. And I was like, Kano's not going to do this in 10 years. And Top Boy Kano 
That's not rock and roll. I was like, oh. Yeah, it was it's called rock and roll, isn't it? But like then people... <laughs> I'm not just going to put it down to him. Skepta had howlers. All oh, right, then I'm glad you said that. I, I promise you, I promise you. Yeah, right, the then. girl from EastEnders. Exactly. He's never going to perform Kalidas. that now. He's never going to perform that now. Right then. So I'm just like, you take a look at people's catalogs. I reckon they will show you. There'll be when you take a look at a man's catalogue that he performs on stage, there will mm-hmm. be something very similar from the first song to the last song. And I think it'll be principal led. Obviously there'll be a couple of commercial songs you have to do because they're here to see it. But apart from that, I think the ninety percent of your set will be a, an accurate depiction of who you are. And all them little moments where you have to do something for money won't be there. Mm. So then I go, What is what's the point of it in the first place then? Mm. I'm just leave it alone. Keep the competitive edge. If your biggest songs are songs where you've got at someone, stay there. Yeah, well we know that now though. I mean, at the time, for them... That's true. They, they didn't know that. This was a whole new thing. You get what I'm saying? And and again, the infrastructure was different. It wasn't... It felt as though the only way to make a young change was by doing something like this. The people were gravitating to it. It was just a thing, in it. But, you know, one of the reasons why... This came up on... I was talking to Mimi about it and someone else. I think yes. it was just like a little thing on Twitter. But I was like, one of the reasons why I don't talk bad upon it is because I always believe that it was just something that happened almost for us to get to this space that we're at now. And now, you know what? It's there. We just leave it there. We have to. We just leave it there. We don't go back to it. We don't we need to go back. It. But, but what we, maybe, saying, one, one, maybe one day they could... Do you know what I'd love to see? Go on. All of them lot, all of the artists together that were making some of that foolishness. Review yeah. them songs. Right. Yeah. Sit down and just review it amongst Howlers. themselves. You should all come here. Who's and got go the worst one? <sighs> Who's got the worst one? I might make a list. I'm gonna Should make we a do list. it? Should we make a list? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go through. For next the, week. Yeah, yeah, let's do it for next week, actually. Because you know what? I already started. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> we done it in the Viva group. We were like, oh, do you remember? Yeah. And we were going back and forth with songs. Because some people in the Viva group are a little bit younger. They're like, I didn't know Kano done this song. Their whole memory of when people say Kano, they always think their earliest memories are Home Sweet Home. Mm-hmm. They've eradicated that part. Yeah, Not yeah. me. Jamie. 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 Jay and me. Remember the he named the album want, by Integrity. The way, EA asked who stayed true. Yeah. Jay and me. Mm, uh, follow I don't, sound. Know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Follow. Just so wait, 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 wait. Because people can't hear, bro. So someone in the room. My said cousin Rech. said Wretch, and obviously I love Wretch, but that song of example, yeah. Water Farm, doesn't feel very don't black. Know, I don't know if it's. Put- <laughs> 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 it doesn't feel loxy. It feels you know very, I mean? I'm going to the football. <laughs> it feels very pubsy. Yeah, yeah. It feels very 3 p.m. Let's get a little cheeky. <sighs> but we don't hold it against him. Did Giggs have one? No. He didn't have one, did he? But maybe, he the clo- maybe the closest one, and it isn't really that, though. Was it maybe don't go there lightly? Don't but it wasn't. What? Was it don't people go there? People gonna be people, ain't nobody gonna change. Are you mad? That has got soul. So you yeah, don't go, go there. Me. Yeah, man. Geek Wait, stay true, again. man. Geek stay true. It's not the same thing at all. Nah, it's, it's not the same thing. thing. Look no, at the start. Oh, you mad. B.O.B. has never been this gully. Yeah, B.O.B. Do you know what? That's the only reason why I asked it because of B.O.B. in it. Like what B.O.B. was doing. Even though he had some rhythms as well, to be fair. My brother, that's the first time I heard B.O.B. But this this thing is hard, to be fair. It's cold. Yeah, I forgot about this. I don't go gym, but now that you told me, when did this maybe come out? Maybe playlist for the gym might be now. Your mum might tell you this in the house. 
Tell you don't go there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chucky, don't yeah, do that to him, man. 2010. So Giggs and Jamie. That's why Giggs they done that song together. And look how yeah. much of a classic that tune is. Yeah. So man. man, stay true, artist. Man, stay true to yourself. It, you have examples now where you can see in the long run what it looks like when you stay true to yourself. Have we got howlers? Obviously, due to my wonderful children, I love so dearly. It was difficult to uh, get them prepared adequately the way I would have liked. But we have howlers. Irish guy? Someone messaged Irish me today guy. and said, um, talk about the horse. Okay, of course I've got the Irish guy. It's not just the Irish guy though, is it? Animals seem to be having a lot of interaction with human beings. Yeah. All right. So let's go talk about the Irish guy first because they tried to delete the video of Twitter. But I have an iPhone. I can screen record. <laughs> Why not? I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. You don't know what happened? There is a, we can't watch it anyway, but I'm gonna show you obviously for legal reasons, we won't be able to show it on YouTube, but you choose where you would like to watch it. If you would like it, I'll send you my email, I'll send it over. This man deserves to be locked up. He can't work with animals. He can't work with animals. This is one thing I'm gonna say, yeah, for me personally. And I know some people always say, oh, poet, oh, you know, you're always trying to put people down. Oh, you're a bit racist. Or no. But all those examples I find, I don't see brothers doing this. I don't see sisters doing this. So what do you expect me to do? I'm just giving you the information I get. So this is what I'm going to say. Michael Hanley, I want you so far away from animals that you might as well just feel like you're in the boys' toilets for the rest of your life. I don't feel like you should be next to insects, let alone any other animal. What you're doing, to me, doesn't make sense. Michael Hanley has something called comfort carriages. You look very uncomfortable uh, in this video right here. You're from Dublin, you're from Ireland, so I have to be very careful because you look can fight. Mm, actually, Tyson Fury. Mm. But I can say, when I press play on this video, you're going to see a man in a puffer jacket, as you can see. You're then going to see a man with horses. These are beautiful horses. Now, the question I ask you, outside of the business of having comfort carriages, carriages I imagine that are for horses. Com comfort or com... Comfort. Wait, is this a play of words now? Not for me, but maybe it was for him. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't go to the gym because I don't want to go there if this is what people do because this young man left his phone in the pub his brethren's got it and they saw Mr. Michael Hanley bend down in front of a horse in his cum foot carriage you are yeah 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 oh my god that is outrageous now that is outrageous I could say hold your horses But I'm just gonna leave it to this and say this, man. I find this very serious. You know, I'm not really a massive fan Hold on, wait, wait, hold on, wait, stop. Oh, you want wait, me to wait? Stop, you stop, want stop, me to stop. wait, do you? Wait, stop. What should I wait for, Jackie? Wait, someone found his phone. Someone found his phone in the pub that he left and then they've seen him bent over My Little Pony. So when I said the world's going crazy, I lie. I lie. Why? Bro, I'm, when I said, yeah, the world's going crazy, Man are out here having sex with animals. Man are out here bending over for a horse. Does it stop there? Did he, I've got another oh, this video. This is gonna be crazy. This is a crazy question. Oh, they've deleted the video. I've got a crazy question. How crazy? The, I've got a question, but it is crazy. Did, do, do, who's watched the video? Did you watch the video? 
Have you seen enough? Did the horse get his dick in the ass? That's yeah. In, that's... Are you going? But I've got more. No, Chucky, I've got another one. There's a frog that runs in a vagina. You think I'm lying? I've got a frog running in a vagina. I'm just. Does he die? Bro, I hope he does. A horse's wood is not a joke, you know. You know, I looked away, and I tried to exit him without looking, and I just heard him grunt, bro. Now, as you can see, I was going to show you another video because we can't just stop at Michael Hanley. You're just doing too much abuse. It says the post violated the X rules. Now, the post I was going to show you as well, Chucky, is a young lady laying down, but her skin complexion. Slightly towards the Don't tell me she takes this wood side. as well. She takes this wood from a horse as well. No, she's laying on her back, and all you can see is the vagina. And do you know what else you see next to the vagina? Something if you kiss it, it becomes a prince. So before the prince, what are you? Don't leap. You're damn right, a frog. The frog runs into the vagina, and all I see is the little leg, a tail out. The legs outside of the panan bread. So when I showed this to a female, I just said to her, "Wait, the whole frog's inside the panan bread, but the legs sticking out because it wants to stick it out as well." And there's a man holding the frog leg. The man's holding the frog leg with so, the frog inside the panan. This is out. I don't know what's going on. Well, it was enraged for the frog. World over again, bro. I'm not. This even is what I believe. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> no, we must talk about them things there so because wait, we have to let people know what's going on in the world. This is what I'm saying. And wait, did someone? What? Whose phone? How did anyone see that? What? Wait, what's going on? <laughs> this is crazy, blood. Do you know what was crazy? I'm gonna be so real. I spoke to a female who works with mental patients, mental ill patients. Yeah. I said this guy must be some form of mental ill. She said, "No, every human has needs." <laughs> Okay, that so basically, just in case you didn't hear, um, Poet's cousin said that he's, oh my God, spoke to a person who deals with people who um, looks after mental, people who have like mental health issues or whatever. And you said that the person who done this must have mental health issues. And she said, no, everybody has needs. Let's stop it there because something you need is something you can't live without. I've lived without a horse in my ass for a little while, so I don't know if we need that. I'll tell you another thing we don't need. We don't need your wife going on OnlyFans Good. and not consulting you. Because guess what? You might get upset like Joe Smith. That's right, Mr. Joe Smith, my brother. You got with her when she was an adult porn star. You then tried to do what, and this is not my words, these are words that exist in society. If I've taken them and thrown them on this camera, I do apologise if I offend anyone, but it's not my intention. They say you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. I'm not suggesting she was a hoe, but this is what it says over here. I'm just a messenger. Don't shoot me, especially if you've got a gun. It really hurts. So, Joe Smith's wife decided to jump back on OnlyFans. <laughs> He's an ex-basketball player. She, 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 what do you mean she jumped back in? Doing what? So she was claiming that life was getting a little bit difficult and she needed some additional funds. And so she decided to put her vagina, the same vagina that frogs like to jump in, on OnlyFans. And uh, she didn't tell her man. A man had to find out 
on OnlyFans. So if I was the woman, I mean? would have said, well, what were you, you doing there? <laughs> Either way, she ends up on TMZ crying, talking about how he left. So Joe, do you know what, big man? Good on you. You have to leave like a bad weave if that's not the place that you want to be. Yeah, that's nuts, man. Look, babes, if we've got, if we're, co- if we're going through hard times and stuff like that, and we're trying to make an extra buck, consult me and let's consult each other, in fact, and let's look at how we can make a spare money. Don't take it upon yourself to go and only fans and start showing off your banana bread and don't tell, man. What country did it happen in? America. And there's another reason why we should close America. Oh, there's plenty of reasons, to be fair. I've asked for nine months. Actually, 10 months, because I heard pregnancy, the child's actually in your stomach for like nine months, three weeks or something like that. So essentially, it's more 10 months than it is nine months. So let's close America for 10 months, mm. do a nice little refurbish, and we all come back. Yeah. And we don't have to read stories like father son shot dead by neighbor over noisy argument in that. Brooklyn apartment building. So the video footage I don't want to show because this is not really someone having sex with an, an animal. This is actually someone losing their life, which I yeah. don't really find too funny. I see an argument take place. Yeah. I see a man come forward to another man on the staircase with scissors in his hand. And he had scissors in his hand. Mm. So the guy must have felt, I believe, somewhat threatened. Now there is no audio. So I don't know what the verbal exchange is, mm. but with the scissors in his hand, that guy decided to make a decision. Mm. I'm gonna shoot your blood clot. So he shot him. The son came across, he shot him. Mm. Now, the only thing I will say is the dad almost got away, but the wife closed the door. <laughs> don't laugh, Chucky. It's a serious situation. The wife closed the door. Let me do that again. <laughs> the wife closed the door. She <laughs> did close the door still. Did, did you think I like? Did, you think, did I well, lie? She didn't close it. Close it. Oh, she didn't close it. Close. Well, she didn't open it. Open it. Did she, Chucky? <laughs> <laughs> she ran in and she closed, closed the door. Yeah. Now, nah, I mean it like you know when you get the door and you. Got, I have the video. We don't have to do this stuff. We can take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear it, but she closed the door still. The guy that then did done the shooting confronted the police and he was also killed. Yeah. Three lives lost over an argument. Yeah. Close America. They were neighbors. Close it. Did you ever see that in the Australian version of neighbors? No, Don't smile. No. Don't smile. <laughs> no. Just smile. I know you're not. Chucky is. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> but do you know what as well, yeah? Because You're smiling. Wife... <laughs> it's only a matter of time, man. Like people were talking dying. about, what? oh, you know what? The guy came with scissors or whatever, self-defense and whatever else. I'm like, nah, bro. The man was, his back was turned and then he started licking him. Do you know what? I, do you know the part of where he could have <laughs> shot him and it would have been okay? Is when my man came to him with the scissors. As he's coming with the scissors, you could have backed it up. Yeah, if you took it. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Because then you don't know what's happening. So you yeah. might just go, what were you doing? Back. Or at least take it out and say, yo, in, what, yo, yo big up, man. Brother. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because let's The woman let's dragged out. him away. He do- still doesn't even take the strap out immediately. She drags him away, hmm. come, he sort of comes back, then she sort of drags him again and then he backs it out. Then not only does he shoot him and shoot the son, he goes back to the Don and shoots him in his head. That is outrageous, bro. Now, I think that's, prob- I think that's what it was because he was saying, or someone was saying, they were neighbors for time. Mm-hmm. Apparently what had happened was um, the, na- the people that got shot, they don't have, uh, carpet or whatever 
the floors are like really thin so they're walking up and down making bad noise and he was just getting frustrated by that apparently he would be banging up on the things and tell them to calm down or just to stop so you could imagine that maybe the people upstairs are saying listen i pay rent here as well you know? exactly you get what i'm saying so look it is what it is you're just gonna have to part with it and then that conversation just turns into next conversation before before you know it now someone gets licked down it's, very unfortunate. I think it's even more unfortunate the son the son died in that. He was only twenty seven years old. So a woman loses her husband and her son and then has to deal with For what? The trauma. And then also she's got a daughter, so you can just imagine the, the trauma that that daughter will have to deal with as well for the rest of her life. It's mad. Now I'm so I'm sorry that I have to then just go and play something like this afterwards because I've decided that at the end of every howlers, I want to play something lighthearted. We shouldn't end necessary. Suit. We should end with a little laugh. Let's end nice because that gives you what was in Pandora's box. The last thing was hope. So I'm gonna give you, arguably for me, top three funniest videos to ever hit the net for me. Um, Langan Village it was called, and basically there was a young lad, and he looked awful similar to me. I thought I was fighting in the mirror, right? Come outside the nightclub. I was like, Do I know you from somewhere? And he goes, do I know you? Do you know? And he had he had a Celtic jersey on, but he had he had the green and the yellow one, right? And I was I was about to throw a punch. And then he, he he looked at me in the eyes and I go, do I? And he goes, am I your father? I said to him. And he goes to me, am I your son? And we just hugged it out. Turns out that no relation at all. And I just headbutted him and taken away. Great video. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. as you know, my conclusions for the howlers are people, man, don't yeah, close America. Yeah. Give bitch. it a refurbish and Joe Biden's a lizard. <laughs> what did you say? Keep your opinions to yourself. I'm trying to go America in two weeks. You're trying to get me cancelled. That's two hey, things you said now. Thanks for listening, everyone, yeah. Love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.